0: This is a snippet episode of the Web Presence Rockstars podcast with me, Misty Smith of Powered by Rio. Thanks for listening. I'm gonna be the biggest rock star that you probably never heard of. I'm gonna be the biggest rock star. Hey y'all, it's the Friday snippet edition of the Web Presence Rockstars podcast with me, Misty Smith, and I wanted to do a quick rundown on CSS. So CSS is a coding language, but it's more for styling, and CSS stands for Cascading Style Sheet. And what that does is it uh, dictates colors, and margins, and padding, and columns, and all kinds of stuff on your website. Now, for a lot of you guys, um, you're not gonna need to know any of this because if you're happy with what your website looks like, and CSS is on every platform. um, If you're using WordPress, if you're using Squarespace, if you're using Weebly, if you're using Wix, if you're using Shopify, whatever you're using, there is CSS. And generally speaking, uh, these platforms and themes that you're using allow for you to change up certain colors, like on links and backgrounds and things like that. But there might be a time when you want to change something that it doesn't seem like you can change. And every platform that I have seen has an area for additional CSS. And you want to use that area so it's either called additional css or inject code or just css or whatever and the reason you want to use that area only is because it is uh, it's more important it's set to override um the css that's that comes with your theme or your package okay and so if you put the css there then it overrides it and you have your colors and your margins and things like that, that you like and that you want. Okay. So again, this is just for styling purposes. So the way things are laid out, um, if you want something shifted to the left or to the right or text align or change your font or your font style or your font thickness, um, there's a whole language again for CSS and um, if you don't know what you're doing i would highly suggest that you get a website developer to help you change this Um, because it could be disastrous and you could break your own site if you decide to go in and do your own thing nine times out of ten if you put something in that additional css area that doesn't make sense it's not code or properly worded properly yeah (laughs) that's what i said. (laughs) It's Friday. So anyway, and I'm just now starting my coffee, so all right. But anyway, <laughs> what was I saying? If it's not coded properly, nine times out of 10, it's not even going to affect your, um, your website or show up at all. But sometimes if you put something weird on there and you hit okay, it'll break the site. So make sure you have a website developer who knows CSS, who could help you with CSS. Or, I mean, you can even Google to see, you know, what CSS can I, um, what, you know, what do I need to change this in this platform? So one thing to not do, this is to not do. Don't do it, people, don't do it. I know it's tempting, but don't do it. If you're using a theme, and the theme gets updated periodically, like WordPress for sure, don't do it on WordPress. But if you go into the actual style sheet, it's usually called style.css or styles.css or something. If you go into that actual style sheet in the actual code files and you change something there, it's going to be okay until the next update comes along. So when your theme has an update, it's going to completely wipe out that change and your site's going to revert back to the way it was before. So that's the reason why you use that additional CSS or header injection or header code injection or whatever it's called on your platform. That's why you use that, yes. It's Friday for Flurry too. I don't know, she's barking at somebody walking by the door, but anyway, this is just a crazy friday y'all all All this stuff's happening and i'm trying to record this podcast and oh lord anyway so yeah um don't overwrite your sashis now for some of you guys who know a little bit about coding you know that some website themes and platforms were built on what is called the bootstrap um, layout or platform and bootstrap is more of a grid system and it's, it has the columns, like it, the premise, the basic premise is that there's 12 columns from you know, right to left on the width of your website, okay? And anybody who's used like WP Bakery or Divi or Muffin or whatever on WordPress can see, like if you're putting the columns together, you can see that it's based upon 12, right? So that's Bootstrap, which is different from your style.css or your style sheet. So sometimes if you wanted to change something in your bootstrap, if you don't have the um, WP Bakery, which I do not even suggest using that or any kind of theme builder, I would suggest for sure to use the Gutenberg blocks. I've been playing around with the Cadence blocks on some test sites and stuff. And I think Cadence, if you use those blocks in WordPress, I think that's a good option too because it's nice and light, but Like WP Bakery and all the Muffin Builder and the Divi Builder and the Aveda and whatever all that is. It's super, super heavy. And you know the rest of what I'm going to say about a heavy website Um, that loads slowly. Yeah, okay. I don't have to say it, right? You guys already know we're on the same page, right? So, yeah. um, Be careful when you are changing Bootstrap or don't even change it at all because the additional CSS areas on themes and platforms are specifically uh, for the style sheets, the style.css or whatever it's called. Now, here is a caveat to that, again, another caveat. If you are building your own website from scratch and custom code, let's say you're using HTML and um, jQuery and some JavaScript and some CSS and then you're using Bootstrap, then I mean you can go in and change which, whatever you want because you have access to that and hopefully you hopefully you're using an HTML editor to do all that right like Dreamweaver or something else. Um, but you can change that and it's not going to make any difference. So change all you want on those. Um, just make sure that you understand what you're doing and when you are using a website editor that you have a test server available or that you're not doing this on a live website if you have no idea what you're doing. The other way to test it out, and you can do this too if you wanted to do your additional CSS on your WordPress platforms or any other website platforms, is um, to, re- to go back to my um, podcast about how to do a quick audit on your website. And uh, if you're using Chrome, you can use the developer tools. And when you do the right click and then inspect on developer tools, you see your code, you see the HTML, and then the little right-hand column, the smaller, skinnier column on the right-hand side, has um, all of your CSS listed out. And you can you know, check those boxes and uncheck them and change colors and whatever to see what your website's going to look like if you put that additional CSS in. It's not going to change it. The only time it's going to change it is if you're using Kartra, which I had a whole other podcast episode on Kartra and all that, like developer tools, CSS sorcery on Kartra, which still, yes, still blows my mind. So anyway, those are the ways that you can utilize CSS, what CSS is, what to do, what not to do. Um, hit me up with a voice message. Click on the link in the show notes. I, got, I hope you guys have a great weekend. Um, it's supposed to be really, really nice here. Nice weather. The temperatures are getting up. Woohoo! And thank you again for listening. You guys are so awesome. I really appreciate all of your support. And um, happy web